But first, our top story deals with the first Friday of the month, and so that always hits on employment numbers for the month of May with our editor-at-large, John Kingston. He has the latest here. John, thanks for joining us this morning. Kaylee, you only had a four-day week. Why was it so hard to get to Friday? I don't understand. It's. It, I think it is the four-day week, John. You know, you come back after the holiday weekend. Monday feels hard. Every single day this week, I have said the wrong day. So I've, on Tuesday show, I was like, welcome to Monday. Just kidding, it's Tuesday. Wednesday, I was like, welcome to Tuesday. Just kidding, it's Wednesday. It's, it's just one of those weeks. But not a bad week when it comes to employment numbers, right? We got those numbers out pretty quickly as it's only the second day of the month. What are they showing? Well, I think with far more, you know, the, the headline number is what's the month to month gain in the 600 jobs. But that's not really the to me, that's that's nowhere near the most significant thing about this report. They revised April down significantly. They revised March down significantly. And right now we've got one million six hundred nine thousand two hundred jobs in the truck transportation sector. And in January, we had one million six hundred and eleven 400,000 jobs. So um, even though month to month, it always looked like we were going up with these revisions that came later, we're actually down about 2,000 jobs from January. Now, I would tell you that at the start of the year, if you ask most people what's going to be the the curve or the arc of truck transportation employment in this market in the first five months of the year, they might have thought that the job decline was going to be a lot more than 2,000 jobs. But right now we are on a, even though again, the, the, the headline will be Month to month, April to May jumped a little bit. Um, but to me, the, the far bigger indication, the far more important number is the, the spread, the, the, the curve over the last five months, you know, first five months with revisions. We are down now about 2,000 jobs from January. To me, that's far more important. And John, there are so many interesting trends that's come out this week around the labor segment. So we have job openings, they have the ADP report, and of course, the unemployment rate this morning. One of the interesting things that came out from the JOLTS report was that the quit rate has started to come down now right around pre-pandemic levels, showing that a lot of consumers or Americans are feeling a little bit less confident compared to maybe early 2021 when the midst of the great resignation was really at full swing here. Now we're seeing fewer people start to leave and opt to go to a different job. Does this also kind of play a role, even though we're seeing 10 plus million job openings right now and really seemingly strength in the employment market? Yeah, I mean, look, there there is a lot of strength. Um, you know, what, were you, what, what was the headline number for total job growth? It was well over 300,000, right, Anthony? I believe somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah. You know, can, can we can we please I know I say this every month. Can we please put to bed this ridiculous nonsense that nobody wants to work anymore? We're up four million jobs in a year. So, um, yeah, you're right. The quit rate and all those other indicators definitely have softened. Uh, maybe workers are feeling a little a little less uh, confident. You know, you're in, in news reports. You're always going to hear about layoffs. I you know the, re, the news report yesterday was Disney had reached its total of seven thousand layoffs. Uh, there were a whole bunch of others. You know, what you don't hear are the people who get hired right away because, you know, that's far more spread out over a wider range of companies. So it's clearly not. So the leverage has gone out of the employee the employee side a little bit. But, uh, you know, what, what, what was going on, let's say, a year and a half ago was sort of insane. That was not sustainable. It still basically is a pretty good market if you're looking for a job, just not as good as it was. I think, John, a part of this, too, is when we look at kind of, you know, you zoom out a little bit and you take this broader view of it where you see that 
2000 down revision from the start of the year, a lot of that gets kind of lost in translation when we're looking on a day-to-day basis, right? We see, you know, X company is laying off 40% of their workforce. Well, that's only 20 employees. Or Y company is laying off 10% of their workforce and they're a little bigger. That's still only about 12 employees. So we see these little news of layoffs and job losses like every other day, especially right now in this economy. It's hard to see the forest for the trees, right? It's, It's hard to kind of weed out until you take that bigger zoom back. Do you think that this maybe changes the perspective of the either job seeker or the employer to see this revision downwards and actually see now a loss of jobs overall through the year? Or do we still kind of see them progressing on the same trend as we head into the summer? Let's face it. If you're a truck driver, the last thing you're worried about is finding a job. When was the last time you had a truck passed you that didn't have a sign on the back that said, we're hiring? You know, I, I, I visited a trucking company yesterday. I visited a Dewey Pile over in Carteret, New Jersey. And, um, you know, actually, we didn't, you know, the, 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 the people I spoke to said, yeah, it's getting easier to hire. They're quitting less, no doubt about it. But still, you know, they're, all, they're always, not, I won't say struggling, they're always scrambling to make sure that all these slots are filled. So, uh, you know, in the truck transportation side, uh, you know, even with, uh, this is a, a terrible truck transportation market. I think we all know that. And certainly not if you're a shipper, um, but if you're a carrier, this is a terrible market. And yet, you know, we're down 2,000 jobs since January. Big deal. That's, you know, just, that's, this is, this is a, this is an industry that just seems to completely have no sense of, of, of job fear if you know how to get behind the wheel and make that thing move. I want to do mention what, something else that I thought was interesting. It's a completely arbitrary number. I'm kind of pulling it out of thin air, uh, but rail jobs dropped below 150,000 uh, right at the start of the pandemic. They have pretty much, they trended for a long time, right around 145,000 to 146,000. The last few, and remember, this is an industry that's under tremendous pressure from regulators. You know, you've got to add more people. The service stinks. They're just, you've cut too deep. Uh, With a revision in April, plus the the new May numbers, they are over 150,000 workers again. Again, arbitrary number on my part, uh, small gain, but it's notable. I just wanted to point that out. And John, of course, while we have you on here, I have to ask you about some of the outlook for the latest in the energy sector. You put out an article not too long ago saying that, you know, there was a decline overall, but there could be some potential upward pressure moving forward. You know, I'm kind of going against the grain here because the the trend has been down, but the diesel inventory numbers in the U.S. really concern me. Uh, They are down at the levels of last fall and last spring. Uh, the, the, the DOE EIA uh, high number, high watermark uh, was uh, $5 and I believe 81 cents a gallon. Uh, that was June 20th of last year. So really almost a year ago. Uh, we're down about a buck 95 since then. And but yet the inventory numbers uh, are down for ultra low sulfur diesel are down about where they were in the fall, where they were in the spring when prices were solidly above $5. Now, I'm not telling you that there is a direct correlation between inventories and prices. Obviously, if there was, it's broken right now. But um, we just don't have enough diesel in inventory. Uh, we, we caught a real break last year uh, because uh, we had such a warm winter. I will say the one thing that would give me uh, a little bit uh, of, of happiness or satisfaction is that the price of natural gas is very low. Last year at this time, people were substituting natural gas u- uh, usages usage uh, with diesel where they could. Uh, because natural gas was like $8 per MCF. Uh, natural gas now is like 225 per MCF. So you're not going to have that substitution. So maybe we're okay. 
but it's supposed to be a pretty good year on the agriculture sector. Then maybe, you know, what kind of winter you're going to get. We had a real break on the warm winter last year. You're going to get it again. I don't know, but I would just say the inventories have me concerned. That's, that's a question for me. And right now it's looking at our long-term forecast trends, looking at a cooler and wetter winter for the majority of at least the eastern half of the U.S. John, thank you for joining us this morning. Great to have you as always. We'll catch you for Drilling Deep this afternoon, right? That's right. Three o'clock. Awesome, John. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. You can find his articles up on FreightWaves.com as well for that full report on the employment numbers for May. Right now, we're going to toss things over to the wall. We've got our first carrier update of the morning. Tanner DeHart is here with Thomas Wasson. Let's check it out.